0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Carton Elite Podcast. Back with episode 30 today, previewing JLT2 tomorrow Arvo against Collingwood down in Morwell. Who's keen for it? I know I am. It's another great game. It's another arch rival. Um, Our girls play this Arvo against Brisbane at Icon Park. Um, They can almost book a spot in the finals if they beat Brisbane today, considering they have such a vast percentage advantage over them um, so good luck to the girls today hope all goes well for them um for the boys tomorrow i think this is just one last hit out we've got to really try and fine tune everything before round one 21st um we've got almost a full strength side in sylvani will sit as um, our ins and outs casbolt kerf solo and stocker comes in for Silvani, shoemaker Loban o'brien um, so I think this is just giving, basically, a, uh, this is giving Bolton a chance to see who's going to be playing round one, who's in the best form, who who is deserving a spot in round one because for Solon Stocker coming in, for Silvani going out, I think that definitely means that they're going to be really, or Bolton's going to be really seeing whether Silvani deserves a spot after last week in the round one side and whether for Solo after that in Australia Day incident um, deserves a spot round one, and also to See how he goes. I'm very keen to see how he goes. But um, without further ado, um, I'll go through our squad. Um, Paddy Dow. He had a pretty good game last week. Um, looking to see him build on that game last week. He was a bit fumbly early, so I would just I would really like to see him be a lot cleaner with the footy this week and just really explode a lot of our contests a bit more than he did last week. Um, just really with that x-factor that we need, especially against a side like Collingwood. Murph, I think he's got to be a lot cleaner as well this week. Last week, he just seemed so rushed every time we had the ball. And we know he's a quality ball user and he just, he knows what to do. We know he's a great player. And he's a he's our vice-captain, has been captain for many years before Crips. He took over this year. So he's got to step up. He's got to find some form before round one. Um, Because he had 22 touches last week, but only went at 56 disposal efficiency. So he's just got to really clean up because he has more time than he realises. So a lot of the time he just rushes himself. Even when he's wide open, he just feels that perceived pressure every time. And he he just mucks it up most of the time. So he's got to clean that up. Um, Samara, he had a great game last week. Did his role really well. I expect him to do that um, pretty much the same tomorrow. Just getting in there, getting the center clearances, getting it forward, hitting targets. You know, just being that nice inside play, but also when he, gets, when he gets on the outside, he's also able to run and then use the ball really well. He did that really well last week. And I expect him to continue that and also build towards round one. I think that's what a lot of our guys will do. To really take a step from last week and then build on it and then to be the best version of Sales come round one. Um, Simo, he definitely didn't play that well last week. Just trying to get through, I think. This week, I reckon he's really got to stand up and really, as I keep saying, he's got to build towards round one. He's got to really get that form happening now. So when it does come uh, the 21st of March, he's ready, ready, ready to go, and ready to have a great game and hopefully knock off uh, 2017 Premiers. Cripper, you know he's the beast. 33 touches last week and he never really got past second gear. So not really much you can really expect from him other than just, you know, his normal output. He probably have 30 touches, 20 tested disposals in second or third gear. So not going to be worried about him. Just hope he gets through because we know come round one, he's just going to absolutely dominate that middle. He's going to get in there. Him and Dustin Martin were a great matchup. up um, He said during the week that he's hoping to play more forward this year. So I think Bolton... Will rotating forward a lot tomorrow, but definitely round one he's going to be going head to head with Dusty, and I'm so keen to watch that. Um, Kai, it was a bit quiet last week. Um, didn't really get going into what he wanted to do. None of our forward line really did. But I think he's got to. think he's one who's got to lead up onto the wing. Him and Kerno. Um. I think they got to alternate. But if he's coming out of the square, he's got to lead hard. He's got to lead away from when McGovern's leading because last week, all three of our keys just lead to the one spot and it just wasn't working at all. I'm talking about Mitch McGovern, he only had two touches last week for two goals. Definitely need a lot, more out, a lot more output from him this week. He looked really lost in our forward line last week, so I think the extra week of training... That extra game plan and I really think he's gonna be able to look a lot more lively this week because last week, as I said, only the two touches looked so lost. But I expect him to really build on that this week and really be ready and firing for round one. I know that back injury really hampered his progress a lot, but I can after tomorrow he'll definitely be firing for round one. I am so so keen to watch this guy play Lamb Number 19 pick in last year's draft. He traded this year's num- uh, first round pick for him. He's got to be good because we're probably going to be down the bottom half the ladder again. We'll, we definitely will be. So Adelaide's going to have a really high pick. Stocker's just got to be worth it. He really does. Um, he's very clean ball use on both feet. Uh, we've, seen that in we've seen that in the tack cart. We've seen that in the VFL trial match last week. He's a very clean user of the ball. He looks composed a lot of the time. Um, good ball winner. Um, definitely one of the best youngsters to keep an eye on this year in the whole AFL. Um, I'm expecting to have a really good game, really solid game. I'm not, not expecting anything too amazing for his first game uh, with the senior boys. Um, but I do expect him to, to play his role and play his role well and just... Get out unscathed, hopefully, and just build on that for probably not a round one selection. Um, but just when he does get his chance in the next few weeks, just make sure that he's ready. Ready to go and just out there to the best of his ability and just be primed to have a massive season. Uh, Liam Jones, who was very insistent last week. He did a few good things, did a lot of bad things. He can't take... God, uh, Collingwood's number one forward, who will probably be Stevenson or Dugowie. Oh, Dugowie's not playing. Uh, it's probably Stevenson's the number one forward. I don't want uh, Jones taking take them. I probably want Jones to take more if he's up forward, or Cox. Um, I want Wiedering to take Stevenson. This is more mobile, and Jones can easily spoil against someone like Cox, who's just tall, pretty much. But... Um, so yeah, he's got to be really flying in packs and spoiling and really making a difference because last week he, well, he was spoiling, but when he was in set marking, he just didn't kick it to anyone. And he got lost all the time in transition and just, we got killed on transition last week with McKenna and McGrath and Tipper Moody just running through the middle in transition, just absolutely killed our back line and Jones was always out of position, so he's got to fix that this week. You just got to make sure that he's got to shut down his opponent and then once he's, he's shut down that's when he can help because a lot of the time he's really in between do I stick to my man or do I go help and he just sort of gets stuck in in the middle of nowhere and he's is not committing to either his man or the next contest so that just leaves leaves us outnumbered and just the opposition just out in the clear so he's definitely got to fix that up but I think he will. I can have a decent game, He's just got to do his role well. Nothing amazing, He's just got to do his role well. Uh, Sammy Walsh, he had a great game last week. I don't even know how many touches he had. It was high 20s, 28 or something. That's just amazing for a first-game player. JLT, yes. But he just looks so clean, so composed, something that I've never seen from a young 18, 19-year-old in a long time i seen him have another game. Probably not as amazing as last week as Collingwood's got a really good midfield. Um, Jordan Gale is probably the only guy they're missing. So, I reckon he'll struggle a bit compared to last week. He definitely won't struggle, but compared to last week, be a bit down. But he'll still have a great game. He's in store for a great season. he just got to get through today with good form, good confidence heading into round one. And I'm to watch him play this season. Watch him play tomorrow. Uh, Lockie Plowman, another one of our defenders who did his role decently last week. He wasn't amazing, wasn't terrible. He just did his role well. Wow. He wasn't like making headlines with his play, but he was just served his role and he played pretty decently, serving that backline role. So. I was actually pretty happy with his performance last week. If he can do that and take someone like a Chris Mayne or Brody Mycheck and just lock them down this week, I'll be happy with that. He's just got to play his role. He hasn't got to do anything amazing. Um, Jared Garlett. it'll be interesting to see if we play him down back again this week because last week we tried that. He didn't play that great. He had that little bit of niggle with, with stringer, but... He just didn't really look involved, didn't really know what he was doing. So it'll be interesting to see what we do this week. Uh Weedering, as I said, I want him to take Jaden Stevenson. Um he's gotta be our number one defender this year. I reckon he's gonna take big strides and he looks a lot buff a lot more buff this year compared to last year. He's definitely stacked on the muscle, looks a lot stronger, a lot fitter. He's prime for a big twenty nineteen. So yeah, just want him to take the opposition's best forward. Um, definitely don't want Jones doing that because when he was on Danaher last week, that was a disaster. But he's just got to do his role. Um, he'll rack up the disposals. Great intercept marker. Definitely definitely was reading the ball really well last week. Something I we haven't seen for a while. Um, but I reckon he'll have a good game tomorrow and he'll be prime for round one against Richmond, taking on Jack really well. That'll just be amazing to watch. And yeah, don't know what else to say about Wheaters. He's definitely in store for a great season. Uh, Nick Newman, um, he had a great game last week. It was highlighted on my Instagram page, um, highlighted by a lot of the media. He was definitely worth that 2019 fourth round pick, that's for sure. You know, Getting to disposals, definitely playing that Doherty role that we definitely need someone to fill this year because, well, obviously Doherty's out. But he looked so composed. He had 500 odd meters gained. He was just everywhere. He was spoiling the ball. He killed a lot of um, Essendon's transition along the wings when they kicked it long, I should say. Um, He just looks so composed. I think he'll continue that form this week and into round one. And the only thing from a Carlton selector's standpoint is when Tom Williamson's healthy, how does he and Newman go? Does one miss out? Does or do they both play and it's just these are selection, uh, selection struggles that we'll have this year um, which is not definitely not a bad thing it's just whether what is going to be the right team to put on the field for this given game each week and selectors are going to have to really nut that out but I'm sure I'm sure we'll be fine this year got lots of depth and that's something we we'll have definitely struggled with the last few years so this trade period has been one of the best in a long time for us, and Nick Newman was definitely one of them great pickups. Zach Fisher, he had a pretty solid game last week. wasn't as clean as he normally was. Um, still looked really good running and getting clearances. He end the ball was by fifty. He just wasn't hitting those targets. He normally does only about fifty percent disposal efficiency, but he'll pick that up. in our know, first game of the season. Yeah, he'll pick that up this week and then into round one. He'll be fine. Um, he was absolutely superstar last year, especially to build and have an even better season this year. Um, David Cunningham, he played amazing last week, three goals. to go on from his three goals, I think, against Hawthorne in the practice match. So he's definitely in good, really good form. Um, he'll be definitely knocking on the selector's door for round one. Depends how he goes tomorrow, though. I think he'll have another good game because he's got that confidence up. You can just see him when he is playing. He's taking those kicks at goal. He's making them little handballs in contests that we didn't see in those last couple of seasons. So, he's definitely his confidence is up. He's definitely improved a lot. So, we will definitely be knocking on the selector door for round one. I'm not sure if he will play, um, but he's definitely making a case. And, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if he does play a... I would not be complaining. Uh, David, I just talked to David Honey. Cameron Paulson, not the greatest of games last week. He really, really struggled with session in the first half. Was a uh, did a lot more pressure acts in the second half and got into the game a bit more. But I'd like to see him get the ball more, run with it more, use the ball a lot better this week. And then I don't think he'll be in round one. But I just hope that he shows a lot more signs of improvement because last week he didn't really look like he had improved much from last season, but plenty of time for him to adjust and get better in 2019. Uh, Charlie Kernow, is good to see him in the squad after last week's injury scare. Um, I'm sure when he went down holding his knee that a lot of us Carlton fans had a heart in their mouth that he was going to be pretty severely injured, but it was just cramp and good to see him come up for this week to prime himself for round one. Um, to go along with the and Gavin, I just hope that Bolts has worked with the with the boys this week and really really focused on their forward patterns, um, leading in different directions, one leading up the ground, one staying at home. It's so all these different forward structures that we definitely didn't have last week because last week we had no structure at all. It was just kicking along to all three tours in the one spot. So we definitely got to clean that up this week. I reckon Charlie probably need leading up the ground a bit more tomorrow. Um... But yeah, he'll have. A, I'm sure he'll have another great game. Excited to see him play, Charlie Cano. Um, Alex um, solo has gotten a game before round one. Pretty surprising, considering when he did break his arm in that incident. Um, it was he was supposed to be out for eight weeks. For him um, to be up before round one, I mean that's definitely good. Um, get, gets him a chance to. See what kind of form he's in before Round 1 to see if he does get a Round 1 selection. I honestly don't think he will get a Round 1 selection. But um, it really depends on how he plays tomorrow. He has not played AFL football for a long time. So I don't know how he will play. But I guess that's the excitement of AFL football. We just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Andrew Phillips, he played a great game last week. His intensity of the football and at the ruck contest was really good. Took a lot of intercept marks and he tested marks. Um I expect him to build on that this week to really push for round one case. I think he'll be a lock for round one, in my opinion. Um even if Cruiser's fit, I reckon he's definitely gonna be playing. He's definitely earned his spot. Um, whereas Cruiser hasn't really earned his spot, it's just because it's Matthew Cruiser. Um, so yeah, I reckon you have another good game, could test really well with Cox and whoever their other Ruckman is. Roughhead in the ruck, I reckon he'll probably win that battle. I would say um, I can't see either of them beating Phillips in the ruck contest. He's a beautiful tat ruckman, so I can see us winning the midfield and winning the clearances, um, even with all their amazing midfielders. Um, so I think that's going to give us a lot of a lot of chance to get the ball forward, get lots of scoring opportunities. Just going to be whether this week if we capitalize on those opportunities for last week uh, we did let Essendon get the ball out pretty easily at times um, especially with their runners so we've got to make sure that their runners Varco and all of them are not getting the chance to run the ball out and get that quick transition because that killed us last week so our forward pressure has definitely got to be on it was on show a lot last week but there's a lot and a lot of times where Essendon just broke free far too easily. So we definitely got to crack down on that this week, really make sure that when the ball is in our four fifty, 50, we do whatever we can to not let it out. And if they do get it out, but as long as we've... it been hard for them to get it out. It was just an easy out. That's what's frustrating. As long as we're putting in the pressure, guys like Fasola have got to really be focusing on because he was never really a pressure player at Collingwood. He was more an opportunist sort of goal kicker and forward line player so we've definitely got to ramp that up this week because Collingwood they're a great transition team and when they get in transition uh, going forward they're kicking goals so that's how they got a lot of their goals last year so definitely got to be wary of that so Andrew Phillips he's definitely going to be the catalyst for that in the middle Ed Curnow, um be interesting to see where we're playing him this week because last week he was a lot sort of he was forward then he was back then he was on the wing he was literally playing all over the shop last week, so it'll be interesting to see where he starts tomorrow. Um, I personally would rather him on the wing or half forward t- sort of wing. Um, Look, like he didn't play his greatest game last week, so definitely hope he builds on that. Has a pretty solid game tomorrow, and then you know, prime himself for round one. I've said that for a lot of our guys, but it's just true. They've got to really be building from week one JLT to them getting better tomorrow to then be playing the best footy that they possibly can be around one against a very, very quality side in Richmond. Uh, Pat Kerr's got a game, um, as I mentioned before. I be interested to see how he goes. He played a few solid games last year in the sort of middle sort of section of the season. Kicked that really great goal from the boundary against Geelong for his first ever goal. That was... Incredible guy, so he's definitely a good set shot kicker. That's just whether how much game time he's going to get because we had guys like Angus Schumacher last week who only played for five minutes of the game. So I don't think Kerr's going to get that much playing time, especially with McGovern, Colonel McKay already up forward. But I think McGovern might be um, going off a little bit earlier again because of that back injury. So, Kerr might go on then and really have his opportunity to start. But I'm just interested to in see, see how he goes in season 2019 compared to the few games he played in 2018. I hope he's built on that and he's really worked on the areas that he needs. So, he's marking, he's leading, um, his kicking's good, his pressure, he's also got to work on. So, so a few things that I'll work on before he can fully crack it in the side, especially with a good forward line. But he's a depth player. He's probably going to kill it in the VFL this year. He's a star of the making. Pat Kerr. A daisy. This is another one with Nick Newman. who With Tom Nimpson out. And he didn't play last year. But he's going to come back fit this year. Where does. Or how does these three guys. Work in the team. Because I feel like we can't have all three in the one team. Because um, they all play in very similar roles. And all very good at that role. Daisy played an amazing game last week. He was slow to start, but when he worked his way into the game, he was breaking lines. He was hitting targets. He was a real catalyst down back for us, and especially starting that transition, he was there and he was kickstarting our transition forward, which opened a lot of goals for us. Um, we hit hundred points for the first time in God knows how long, um, so that was very encouraging. Daisy was definitely um, a big contributor to that. I'm um, talking about being contributed to that 100-point scoring. Michael Gibbons, three goals, two in the first quarter. He played an amazing game. I did not expect it. I, as I said last week, I'm definitely taking my predictions back that I did on my Instagram page. I had him, well, like two goals in six games played this year. He, uh, As I as I also said, he's, he is playing the majority of the season. He's kicking 20 plus goals for the season. He's... Our new Matt Wright, a bit smaller, 175 centimeters, but he's got the heart and the passion to really. You know, he's got all that uh, forward line pressure. He definitely pressures, pressures, pressures. When he does get in the midfield, he's a good user of the ball. He's a two-time JJ Liston Trophy winner. So he's definitely got all the skills and all the talent. Um, and he was just a great pickup for us. I think he will definitely be. Building on last week's game, probably won't kick three goals, probably one or two, Um, but definitely uh, build on other areas of the game that he didn't really work on or didn't really do that well last week. So just to improve to really cement that uh, round one spot that I think he's already got. But he's just got to, when there's a team, that has got a lot of depth like we have at the moment. You've got to make sure that you've done enough to earn your spot, and I think he'll do that this week. He'll play... A really, really solid game of football tomorrow. Just really hoping for all our squad that we just get through unscathed, no injuries. We saw Melbourne yesterday. They suffered immensely from injuries. We just got to make sure that we play good. We show a lot of signs of good. Don't have to win, but we just got to get through unscathed for round one. Uh, Levi Kasbom. This is the most interesting player in our squad today. Where do we play him? Are we playing him up forward like we have forever, or are we going to be playing him down back, like has been reported? Because this is a very interesting one for me. I personally want him down back just to so that bigger, bigger body down back, um, and you know the good marking ability, good, good flight he gets in the air, so good for spoils. And as I said, he's bigger body, bigger frame. Not going to be pushed around like some of our other defenders. So I personally want him down back. It just depends what Bolts and staff uh, are planning. I think we've definitely got to have him down back today. Considering he didn't play last week. Just to see whether this is actually going to work. Because Levi Haswell, if he is a forward, he's not playing many, many games all this year. He's got to be a defender if he wants to playing AFL football for Carlin this year. And last player in our squad, Will had played an amazing game last week. Had like 11 tackles, I think. He's just in and under, pressure. it was just what we needed. Especially last year. wish we had him last year because a lot of times he had no pressure. And so for him to be laying 11 tackles in his first game back from an ACL, that's bloody good. <laughs> I honestly... That is just incredible. And he had 20-yard disposal as well. He was just really, really good around the contest. It was a big body. wasn't able to be pushed off the ball. And his hands, he was just clean with the ball. And, you know, if he steps up from that game and just ramps up the intensity one more, whilst getting through one skate, that's, he's more of a target because he's just coming back from an ACL. But... If he's hitting peak performance, as for a preseason perspective, obviously you don't want him peaking at the season in round one, um, but if he really starts hitting hard around one and then can build from the rest of the season from that really good spot in round one, he's set for the season. He had a great game last week. I expect him to really keep that up this week and have another really good game. And I really think that we have got a really, really solid team on the park not only just for tomorrow down in Morwell, um, but just for the season, because a, a few of these guys won't get that m- m- uh, won't get that much game time this year. But our depth is what I love. Last few seasons, injuries, and because we have no depth, it's just killed us, and we just haven't even really been able to put a team on the park. But with the depth we have this year, I honestly don't think we have an excuse. If we have a few injuries. We've got the players there to back it up. Our back line maybe is probably the weak point with depth depth wise, especially key defenders, that's probably the only reason we only only injury excuse we have if we do sustain injuries like Marsh being, being out longer. If Plowman gets injured again. And these sorts of things. So we don't really have the depth in our back line. But our full line and midfield we have that much depth. It's not funny. So, I'm really excited to see how we go tomorrow. 2:10 uh, in Morwell. You can watch it on Fox 40 on the AFL Live app. Um, Collingwood has a really solid team on the park. Stevenson, Grundy, Elliot, Goldsack, Trelaw, Langdon, Penderbury, Beams, Ash, Main, Brown, Varco, Greenwood, Reed, Phillips, Sidebottom, Roughhead, Thomas, Cripps, Ah, uh, Crisp, Sorry, Moore, Brown, Maynard. Howe, Crocker, Mychek and Cox. So they have a pretty solid turn in the park, Almost full strength. So Jordan Goe is not playing. Probably only one of the really main players who isn't playing for them tomorrow. So if we can knock off Collingwood tomorrow. No, yes. Same as last week. So only JLT. But that honestly that puts us in a lot of good stead. A lot of good form and confidence. I think it's a round one against yeah, against Richmond, it was a very, very good team, so I reckon we can knock off Collingwood tomorrow, I don't know results doesn't really matter but just that winning form for a young side, even in JLT, is just so huge Winning is just everything for young teams, no matter what the competition is, so yeah, let's hope we can get a win and hopefully build on that to win round one, that's what, that's what I'm hoping for Um, hoping for a good hit out for all the boys and if you have any questions at all about uh, the game tomorrow or any of the players, or just anything Carlton related, just send me a DM on my Instagram at Carlton.Elite and I'll answer you as soon as I can. Um, but that's pretty much it. I will be wrapping up this probably on the Monday night, Tuesday night, one of them. You'll hear from me soon, but uh, for now, Carlton Elite out.